Select Yelp reviews of Paul Bunyan's cook shanty, Wisconsin Dells. June 15th, 2018. My family has been coming to Paul Bunyan since before I could form full sentences. It has a very special place in my heart. First of all, who doesn't love a fixed price, all you can eat meal? The waitresses bring out heaps of truly quality biscuits and gravy, donuts, sausage, pancakes, eggs, and breakfast potatoes. It almost seems too good to be true. But that's the magic of the bunion, baby. The whole lumberjack feel is very emphasized, down to the place settings and the shanty seating, and they even bring out the coffee in big jugs. No detail is left out here. One of my favorite things to do after a meal at PB is to hang out in the gift shop. It's kind of like the gift shops at Cracker Barrel, but more like if Cracker Barrel were taken over by the TV show Hoarders. And I love it. If you visit the Dells, Paul Bunyan should be a stop on your list for sure. Anna Kay, Chicago, Illinois. Five stars. May 25th, 2020. The donuts were amazing. I wish we had just bought a dozen and walked out. Very expensive, even for kids that barely ate one thing. Food was cold and mediocre. Definitely not worth it. If you have a big appetite and don't care about the temperature of your food, it might be the right place for you, but it wasn't for our family. Mackenzie G., Dixon, Illinois. Three stars. August 10th, 2017. Service was horrible. Ordered more food and waited forever. Never did get it. No refills on drinks. We asked for more salad, and he looked at us like we were crazy. To top it all off, the gentleman behind the food line was eating and licking his fingers. Yes, licking his fingers. My mother-in-law and I watched him lick his fingers about six times. Horrible. A group of 25, and none of us will ever return. Tanya N. LaGrange Highlands, Illinois. One star. Hey, Dom, what are you up to? Just sharpening my axe. You can barely get tomatoes at the grocery store without hurting yourself. You know, there are professionals for things like that. A certain company has steered me away from supporting knife sharpening businesses. Well, why do you need a sharp axe anyway? I told you, we're not doing the ceremonial ritual for the National Podcast Day party. It's not National Podcast Day. It's National Paul Bunyan Day. Welcome to National Podcast Day a podcast celebrating national days at this uncertain time to be alive. I'm your host, Nicole. And I'm your other host, Dominic. Dominic. And today is June 28th, National Paul Bunyan Day. So, Dom, had you heard of Paul Bunyan before this podcast episode? Yeah, a few times, but I didn't think it was like a big deal. I thought it was just a little thing that came and went. Well, anything on this podcast is clearly a big deal. It becomes a big deal after this, you know? It's not for entertainment at all. Mm-mm. So, Paul Bunyan, uh, what do we know about him? Turns out there's a lot of mystery around the man. A lot of places claim he could have been born there. So several places in Minnesota, a bunch of places in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Bangor, Maine. But we're claiming him for Wisconsin. Do you want to say he's from Eau Claire, Stevens Point, or Wausau? Stevens Point. Stevens Point definitely needs all it can get, you know? Never heard of it. I've heard of the other two places. Okay, what else do we know? He was delivered by five storks. His father was a redwood. And, among other things, the giant footprints of his trusty companion, Babe the Blue Ox, 
filled with water and became Minnesota's 10,000 lakes. So we also learned a lot about cultural references surrounding the mystery of Paul Bunyan. And one of those is the all-you-can-eat restaurant, Paul Bunyan's Cook Shanty, in the Wisconsin Dells, which I have been to as a kid. Dominic has not been to. I didn't even know about it before we started to make this episode. And what have you learned about it? Well, there are some very controversial Yelp reviews, but from what I've gained from it, all the bad Yelp reviews I've seen always say the donuts were the only good thing, so the donuts are always the savior. I've also noticed that theme, and I think what's funny is that despite the fact that we've read a lot about the cook shanty, and we've read a lot of bad things, you really want to go. Yeah. Why do you want to go so badly? I don't know. I'm really craving breakfast foods right now, and it sounds good, and I haven't been to a restaurant in a while. Yeah, that's one good reason. I haven't been to a restaurant in months amidst this pandemic. Yeah, why not have the first one be a place that has major health concerns and mixed reviews? It's not major. I checked it has an 85 out of 100 on health reviews. Hmm, interesting. You didn't do your homework there. Paul Bunyan's also inspired a lot of really bad art. So there's an operetta. Do you know what an operetta is, Dom? No, not at all. Anyway, there's an operetta in two acts composed by Benjamin Britten who's pretty famous, and it premiered at Columbia University on May 5th, 1941, to largely negative reviews, and was withdrawn by the composer. Really? Yeah. That seems disappointing for the legendary Paul Bunyan. Yeah, like I said, people just can't do him justice. It's also inspired a lot of songs, and it inspired a movie that looks really horrible called Axe Giant, The Wrath of Paul Bunyan. It stars a man named Joe Estevez, who is related to Martin Sheen. It's Martin Sheen's brother. He has apparently nine siblings, and Joe Estevez is one of them. And, Dom, do you want to read what the plot is to people? Um, young adults at the first-time offenders boot camp discover the legend of a giant lumberjack, Paul Bunyan, is real. But is much more horrifying than they could have imagined. And the way they discover that is by accidentally desecrating the grave of Babe the Blue Ox. Really? That's what I read. I have not seen the movie. Uh, One review says, once was way more than enough for me. It seems like his legacy is not being very respected in today's society. I know, but the most common thing you find about Paul Bunyan, as far as cultural references go, are a lot of tall tales. And luckily people have been spreading these for over a hundred years and we discovered a missing tall tale it's the lost tall tale of paul and saul dominic do you want to read it to us paul bunyan paul bunyan there ain't nobody who can hold a candle or an axe to paul the lumber man paul bunyan lived so long ago that you may wonder how Paul Bunyan was a short-tempered boy. Due to this factor, and also the fact that he was 100 feet tall, he didn't have many friends. And that's what made October 4th so special. It seemed to be a normal day until a little boy approached him. The little boy, named Saul, 
had a, to get a carrier bird to deliver the message due to him being too small to be audible to the giant boy. The young boy wanted to be friends with Paul Bunyan. Like Paul, he didn't have many friends. Saul was an only child who lived on a farm. The message said, yada, 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 yada. Please be my friend. Paul was very touched by this. He gently yelled down his acceptance of their friendship. A few days passed and their bond grew stronger as they played more and more. And then one day, Saul got offered a deal. If he could get Paul's axe, he would be awarded with eternal life and eternal riches. The boy pondered this for a while and then agreed. The next day, they were playing axe toss when the boy threw his axe at Paul's ankle. Paul was halfway through his throw, and all of a sudden, a flood of pain made him throw his axe a little farther than he expected. It got launched through the air. It capped all of the mountains as axe touched, creating plateaus. It spun around and landed in the Pacific, where it still remains. Saul ended up feeling really bad and gave Paul all the money that he got. And they made up. And friends, they remained forever. So, Dominic, as you were the discoverer of this lost tall tale, I have a couple questions. First question. How did Saul get the money if he didn't actually deliver the axe? Well, you see, the man that gave him eternal riches and eternal life ended up being a scam. And the reason that he wanted the axe is that he could just take it from him. And in the ocean, it could easily be picked up. But it couldn't since it was so massive. So instead, they built a society underwater. And now they worship an axe. And the government has hit it, and no one knows about it. And they actually live inside the Titanic. And all the pictures of the Titanic at the bottom of the Pacific is fake. Wow, really some digging in on the conspiracy theories here. Okay, so you heard it here first, guys. The Titanic, not real. Just a conspiracy. Paul Bunyan... Oh no, the Titanic is real. It just never sunk. It's out there still sailing? It wasn't even in the Pacific. Alright, well this has been another episode of National Podcast Day, and... As talked about, we discovered a lost tall tale today. We discovered a lot of bad art created around Paul Bunyan. We have found a few more destinations we want to go to, including Lake Bemidji, Minnesota, and... Also, in case she cuts that out, she did take a three-second pause to find out what it was because she forgot. All right, happy National Paul Bunyan Day, everyone. Blue ox. Call Paul if found. Christian name. James Handelwald. Responds to babe. 35 feet high. Weight unknown. Handlebar horns. Wide enough to clear cut an aspen forest. Breath strong enough to make an orphan faint. Nose ring contains real gold. Born on the 4th of July. <laughs>